What is up, my beautiful people? Let me introduce myself. My name is Keisha. I'm a metaphysical B-girl baddie mindset coach for all women who are trying to evolve into the life that is meant for you. I will guide you into your abilities to tap into your divine power that will fuel your desires for personal growth. Welcome to the Baddie Activation Podcast. Hello, hello to all the baddies that are tapping into this episode. Welcome back. It's your girl Keisha, Baddie Activation Podcast. If you have not done so, please follow or subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel called to, please leave a review. And if you know a baddie that can benefit from this podcast or this episode or any of the past episodes, please share and tag me on Instagram. I'm at Baddie Activation. I would love, love, love to hear from you. So happy Sunday. Today's Sunday. I'm recording the podcast. Um, I had a really good weekend. Yesterday, my daughter and I went to a metaphysical event um, here in Denver. It was super, super cool. Um, It's actually an event that comes um, to that. It goes to the same place every few months or so. So me and my daughter like to go. It was really neat. We met my bestie Christina there, um, so it was nice to hang out with her and to see her. Something pretty freaking awesome happened. So, um, you know, of course, I believe in law of attraction and manifestation, and there was a booth there that um, I had recently started following. I mean, it's been a couple months. I started following them on Instagram because I actually work with this lady's husband. So me and this guy was on a, um, a project together and he was telling me, um, you know, what his wife does and she's into 3D printing and she does like a lot of shows and she sells these items. But what's interesting is the items that she sells, um, I would have I would have never really thought to have pictured her business at a metaphysical event so I didn't know she was going to be there and again it's not something that I would have thought that she would pop up at. Anyhow when I started following her um, she had posted an art piece of some really really dope ass earrings that she had made and I remember seeing them on her Instagram and I was gonna buy them but then I'm like oh there's shipping and there's additional amount for shipping I was like no I'll I'll pass. Um, anyhow, so I'm at this event and I'm walking past her booth and I was like, oh my gosh, I think this is the lady. So, um, I talked to her, you know, told her who I was and kind of did like a quick look around and I saw the freaking earrings. I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I've been wanting these earrings. So I was able to, uh, purchase those earrings, um, along with some other stuff that we got there. But overall it was, it was super fun. Um, what's interesting is when we had got there, we drove out there earlier in the afternoon and my daughter had her friend with her. Um, with us and her friend wasn't feeling good so we literally got all the way to the event and her friend was like you know what I'm I'm not feeling too good can I go home and of course I'm like you know yes if you're not feeling good that's fine let's get you back you know back back home well it was a good like 20 no it was a good 30 minutes I'd say from the event so we turned around and um, took her home and in my mind I thought that my daughter was going to be like well you know we don't have to go back let's just go home so I asked her I was like all right well you know let's go home and you know what do you want to do and she looked at me like aren't we going back and you know this event like it's 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 my daughter's thing too right and so 
I can never say no to her. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> I was like, if you want to go back, let's go. And she's super sweet. She's like, no, if you don't want to go, mom, we don't have to. And I was like, no, 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 let, let's go. Let's go back. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that we made that decision because, um, you know, she had a really good time. I had a good time. Um, just overall, you know, both her and I really just vibe out when we go to metaphysical events like that. Um, it's just an overall a dope vibe and, you know, you get to meet people and, um, you know, buy new things. She got some, she got a couple of new items. I got some items. Um, so, and again, I got to see my, my bestie, Christina. So that was, that was super fun. Um, you know, this is the weekend with my mom. So my mom came over and we were hanging out too. Um, she actually did something really, really super nice um when we went out uh, grocery shopping we went to walmart right and um there was an item there that she wanted to buy for my husband so she's like you know what i want to get that for you know my husband and so she surprised him and, and bought him this really super thoughtful gift so it was nice overall really great weekend now it's sunday it's my, my chillaxing day um so hopefully after i get the podcast recorded and posted i'll be able just to you know relax and enjoy my evening so let's talk about the episode today, uh, episode 21, and the title is It's Time to Rest and Recharge, and the podcast jam is Zapp and Rogers, Slow and Easy. Now, for anyone who knows the song, um, I literally picked that song for the title, um, the words and the meaning of just slow and easy. It's really going to coincide with the topic that we're going to get into today. Um, Overall, just talking about, you know, taking life slow and easy. (laughs) So resting and recharging is a necessary part in our self-love journey. I feel like a lot of times we don't view rest and recharge like that. We, you know, we cannot operate 24-7. We're not built that way. And sometimes we can get so lost in what is going on in the world because the world operates 24-7. And at times it feels like there's always some event or invite that's happening and that we're always required to attend. And if we don't, we create all of these fake negative impacts that will happen. You know, we live in such a hustle culture that resting can be looked at negatively. And don't get me wrong, you know, I love the hustle culture at some times and, you know, some areas of of our lives, but we can't be living that vibe like 24-7, right? So if this sounds like you, then you were meant to listen to this episode. And I mean, really listen and try to shift your mindset and even try some of the habits that I'm going to talk about here in a minute. So I want to share um, something that happened to me last week that really sparked the thought for this episode. So last week, it was last Monday, and I was getting ready um, to start, you know, start my work day. Monday is my work from home day, and um, I was, you know, logged into my computer, got got the computer up and running, and then um, started to get, you know, questions and emails that I needed to address. Well, right at this moment, I started to get a migraine. So anytime that a migraine is going to start, I'll start getting, um, my vision will start getting blurry. So I'll, I'll get a, an initial sign and it starts with my blurry vision. And then I'll, you know, usually pop some Advil and then, you know, my take some, you know, try to rest and then the uh, migraine will go away. So mind you at this time, my 
vision starts getting blurry. So I'm already in my head like, okay, I'm about to get a migraine. Um, I just started my work day. So I have all of these, you know, questions coming at me. I have my phone, you know, my I was getting some text messages on my phone that I was trying to address. And then to add more to that, my daughter comes upstairs and is like, mom, we have an issue. There's some ants in the bathroom. So I'm having to rush downstairs and, you know, clean up the, the bathroom and address that situation all during, you know, during a migraine starting. So my husband was here with me and, he, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to get a migraine. And he's like, why don't you, you know, lay down and rest? I was like, I can't, I got to go clean the bathroom. So this just speaks to how, and I know I'm not the only one. But it's like we're so busy, busy, busy that sometimes we just don't even allow time to take care of ourselves. Because here I am trying to do, you know, answering emails, answering a text message, cleaning the bathroom, and going through a migraine. Like it was just a lot for me. And so I finally, you know, I was successful at cleaning up the bathroom, came back to the desk and just, you know, um, responded to the emails that I needed to and then, you know, took a moment for myself and thank goodness the migraine went away. But then later in the afternoon, I was just thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, like this morning, like I was dealing with a lot and I was just pushing through it regardless of the fact that I was, you know, about to have a migraine or even that my, you know, vision was starting to get blurry and I'm sitting here trying to read emails and responding I'm like you know what I have to take better care of myself and you know especially as you know a mom a woman an entrepreneur a you know businesswoman like everything we a lot of times we wear so many hats and we try to do so much at once that we allow our rest time to just disappear it's like not even existent to us it's not even a thing so I really wanted to, you know, come to the podcast and, you know, start a conversation around this and really just try to do better for myself and try to share some best practices for you all. So we have got to learn how to rest, right? And so I know that this is a challenging concept for me um, because I'm not even kidding when I say that a mantra of mine is that I don't have time to rest. Like how many times have you said that? I don't have time to rest, right? We just keep going about our day, getting the shit done. You know, this this has always been, um, this was my thought process back in the day, actually when it came to meditation. I remember when I first got curious about meditation, uh, the thought of just sitting down for 10 minutes would trigger the thought of me not having time to do it. I'm like, that's, I used to think that was a waste of time. Um, you know, I had such a wrong mindset about meditation back then. And finally, after I started learning about all the benefits of meditation, I became even more curious about it. And I just started practicing it. I was like, you know what? Let me just try it. Like, just try it, right? There's, I wasn't going to lose anything. And now, thank goodness I did that because now meditation is a non-negotiable for me. So I'm kind of back in the same boat now um, when it comes to rest, right? So now, now it's really time for me and probably you to start to shift our mindsets about resting, right? So I know for me lately, um, you know, as for as much as I've tried to slow down, it seems like I'm speeding up instead and don't get me wrong I'm so grateful for everything that I have in my life and feel super blessed you know something that comes to my mind is that 
along, you know, along with my spiritual and personal growth, my higher self has expanded. And I think this process, this feeling, this feeling is great. Like, don't get me wrong, but with expansion, right, you get bigger. So more room opens up for more great things. And I think that's what's happening to me now. So the extra things that I have that's going on, they're not negative. In fact, they're positive. I just have to learn how to organize my time properly to properly handle everything that I'm responsible for. And I absolutely love that I get to share this with you all because I know for me, this podcast is a big part of my expansion. You know, never did I ever think I would be sharing this part of me with the world. So, you know, I feel like I have... um, And let me know if you feel like this too, because for me, I feel like I have this constant running to-do list that's going on in my mind. And I can think of another mantra that I have got to stop saying is that I have a million things to do in five minutes. And when I talk about how powerful words and thoughts are, I mean it. Like this outdated mantra of mine, um, it has to stop. You know, it's crazy to think how I believe that it, it's these mantras that, you know, I have to, I have to stop believing in these mantras. And, um, you know, now that I'm like thinking about this whole concept a little bit better now, to me, I feel like these mantras that I've created is really the root cause of me feeling so busy or feeling anxious about getting shit done because I'm telling myself like, oh my gosh, you have so much to do in such little time. So it's really about learning how to change that narrative and just practicing. And I know that changing narrative, it's not easy. Like it's not easy for me. It just takes practice. So a new concept that came to me recently was, you know, I have to reframe how I look at time. So I recently listened to a podcast where this girl was talking about looking at time as an abundance mindset. So we've talked about abundance before. So what she was talking about is looking at, you know, time as an abundant thing. So when I thought about this concept at first, I was like, no way, like there's no way that's possible. But here again, another saying that we're all programmed to believe is that there's not enough time in a day or a week or whatever. And I'm 100% guilty of that belief as well. But this shift has started to grow on me. So now, you know, I don't want you to get it twisted. If you have a deadline for whatever it is that you're doing, I'm not saying that you can shift your mind to say, oh, I have an abundance of time, therefore I don't have to, you know, put any effort into this project. I could ignore the deadline. No, no, no. If you have a deadline, you need to do whatever it is that you need to do to meet that deadline. You know, use this concept wisely. So for me, it's really helped me for, um, you know, little things that I need to get done. You know, if I can't get them done today, it's not the end of the world if I put them off. You know, if it comes down to me doing laundry or maybe taking a break and I know that I need that break, I'm going to choose that break and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. You know, we don't have to run ourselves to a point of exhaustion. I'm starting to pay more attention to how I feel at the end of my night. So if I feel super exhausted, then I know that I did too much and that I need to slow down a bit. If I wake up anxious or wake up and immediately start worrying about things that need to get done, 
then I'm, you know, I'm doing too much and I need to rest a little bit. This is now, you know, those are now my signals that I need more rest in my life. It's time to start looking at rest as a good thing and actually something that will help with us getting all the shit done. Listen, the concept to do, the concept, the constant to-do list is probably always going to be in our lives. You know, that that's just the way life is. But it's up to us to add our rest and recharge time in between the items on the list. So let's discuss some areas that we need to be more mindful when it comes to rest and recharging. Some of the areas that we talk about, you know, you will need to be already in a restful mindset before starting some of the practices that help with the recharging part. And let's not overcomplicate what rest, what a restful mindset is. Really, if I had to think of a feeling, it would be calm. So I've come up with seven types of rest and recharge that we all need in our lives. And again, reminder, this is part of our self-love journey. So number one is physical rest and recharge. So first and foremost, we should always always make sure that we are getting enough sleep. So I know that there's, you know, all of these numbers that are thrown around when it comes to how many hours of sleep you need. I think that we are all different and we all have a unique set of hours that we need and we should all know that formula. So just make sure that you're getting enough hours every single night of sleep. Like that is one area you do not want to sacrifice. Another um, suggestion is take a nap when needed. Now, this is a little bit of a foreign concept for me um, because usually if I take a nap, it's usually like on the weekends, right? And this never fails. Like I'm embarrassed to say this, but anytime I take a nap, I'll wake up in such a negative mindset because I'll look at the clock and be like, oh my gosh, I just took a nap for two hours. I just wasted two hours. What the heck? So instead of enjoying the rest time and waking up refreshed, I tend to wake up on the other side and just upset about the fact that I took a nap. So now I need to retrain my brain that if I do take a nap, I just need to wake up more in a uh, gratitude state of mind instead of being pissed off that I took a nap. Yoga is a really good practice. It's funny because the, next to the nap, this is another um, area that sometimes I would get upset at, upset about myself. So let me let me explain. So I'm someone who, um, I work out six days a week and a lot of my, the main bulk of my workouts is strength training, you know, with weights or if I'm doing HIIT. So meaning that at the end of my workout, I'm usually drenched in sweat, burn some calories. And to me, that's a good workout. Like I've been conditioned and I know it's probably not right, but I've been conditioned to, to think that that's a good workout. When I do yoga... I don't sweat as much and I don't burn as much calories. So I used to think as of yoga as a waste of my time when it came to working out. But now I've learned that yoga is not really part of my workout regimen. It's more part of the like stretching part 
or just the physical rest part, right? So yoga is a supplement that I would add to my normal workout routine. And yoga is really good. And it's really just like being mindful. Like there's a lot of mindful benefits that you get from yoga. Um, you know, just moving your body, stretching your body. So that's a, that's a, a form of physical rest and recharge. Another area um, or suggestion in, in physical rest is breath work. Now, I personally am not familiar with that. I'm, I think I've tried it like once. Um, it's definitely something that I want to try. So if anyone is familiar with breath, breath work or practice it, you know, let me know. Um, you know, let me know if you use the video or, or how you do it or what type of benefits you get. Um, another area is stretching. So stretching and yoga are a little bit different. Um, I know for me, stretching is extremely important before and after my workouts. Um, so just stretching in general. I know a lot of times people who don't even have a workout regimen, if I'm having a conversation with them, I would tell them, you know, just, just start with a morning stretch or an evening stretch. Like that is going to add benefit, especially to someone who doesn't even work out. Another suggestion is massage therapy. You know, this is something I, I enjoy getting a good massage. It's something that I really need to incorporate more. Um, but yeah, just getting that, you know, massage is really um, super, you know, feels super good on your body and just helps you relax and, and calm. All right, so the next area is going to be our mental rest and recharge. So with this one, scheduling breaks. So when I think about scheduling breaks, so I'm a corporate girl, right? I've worked in corporate for so long. So I'm pretty conditioned to having like, you know, a set schedule and having set breaks throughout my schedule, right? And so what I try to do with my breaks is first and foremost, especially working in an office, I always try to get outside and go for a walk and get some fresh air. Of course, you know, I live in Colorado, so there are definitely days where it's super cold and you don't want to get outside, but still get up and walk around. Like if you have a desk job, it is extremely important to move, get up and move. If you have the ability to stand, like have a standing station and work, do that. So scheduling breaks, even if you don't have a corporate job, um, if you're working from home, oh my goodness, that is super important. But even on your weekends, like for me, you know, lately I feel like I have a lot of things that need to get done on the weekends, but I'm not scheduling really any breaks for me. So that's something to also play around with. Another suggestion is spending time in nature. This one is super important for another area that we're going to get into as well. Um, but just really getting in tune with nature, you know, going for walks outside and being aware of your surroundings. So when we when I say spending time in nature, I'm not saying to go out for a walk and plug into a podcast or listen to music. Because you're not really in nature, you're going outside for a walk listening to music. So there's a difference and there's a time and place for that. But spending time in nature is really just you, unplugged, enjoying nature. Another suggestion is turning off your devices for a while. Life will go on if your phone is turned off, I promise you. 
another suggestion I have for you is repeating encouraging mantras. So, you know, I mentioned earlier that, you know, I've had some um, old mantras that I'm trying to um, reframe or I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to stop saying them and I'm trying to start saying more encouraging mantras. So instead of saying the negative ones that I've been programming, been programmed to say, I'm starting to say mantras like, I have an abundance of time to get this done. Or another important one is, I am calm, right? Just again, trying to get into that calm state. Another suggestion is listening to calming music. Um, You know, I love music, right? But sometimes I'm not really in a calm state of mind if I'm listening to like Too Short or Snoop Dogg, right? So be selective as far as what's calming music, you know, to you. Maybe try some classical music or, you know, you can even YouTube like the um, frequencies on, um, on YouTube and just listen to like a frequency channel. Like those are pretty cool. So I have a grounding activity that I want to share um, and it's called the 54321 exercise and this is really um, important like if you're experiencing anxiety like if you're having an anxiety attack this is something that you can utilize um, again it's called the 54321 exercise so how you do it is acknowledge five things that you see around you and then acknowledge four things that you can touch around you and then next from there acknowledge three things that you hear around you and then two things that smell around you and then one thing that you can taste around you so again it's called the five four three two one exercise the next area is social rest and recharge So with this one, you know, spending less time with those who deplete your energy is going to be super important. So I know for me nowadays, you know, I'm pretty selective of the people that I want to hang out with because there have been times where I've hung out with the energy vampires and it just, it's draining. It's so tiring being around, you know, certain people. So I've learned to really just be mindful who I'm around. And, you know, I don't think of that in a negative way. I don't think of that me, me being a bad person. Like I'm just protecting my energy. Um, so by trying to remove some of that energy from your life, you're going to want to spend more time with people who actually nourish you and inspire you. So I would try to, you know, focus on removing the, you know, the energy vampires and then replacing that with people who actually nourish and inspire you. And also taking a break from socializing and spending time alone it's important and it's okay. Like your friends are not going to stop being your friends if you don't want to hang out with them every single weekend. You know what I mean? So you really need that alone time. And what's interesting is one of my daughter, one of my daughters um, a while back had told me that, you know, um, when she's around certain social environments that she just gets socially drained. And I didn't understand that concept at the time. 
Um, but what's interesting is a few months later, I was having a conversation with my friend and she was explaining the same thing. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I just heard this from my daughter. And so I started to put two and two together and I was like, that makes a hundred percent sense now. So we do need to have our alone time. And what's, what's scary and sad is like, is sometimes people are afraid to be alone and if that is you like get curious and find out why like we we have all of the answers inside of us like journal it out ask yourself these questions and figure out why you don't like to spend time alone and once you figure it out you can then release it and then start to practice this and you'll receive so many benefits from this practice I promise you. The next section I have is creative rest and recharge. So a lot of us, um, whether we like to admit it or not, we are all creative human beings, some more than others, right? But letting go of the pressure to create is such a key component in this area. And it's something that I recently also had to start embracing when I started this you know when I started podcasting I knew from the beginning that this is going to be a creative project and this is like my first creative project that I've started you know from you know just from a thought that I've had and now it manifested into this amazing podcast and in the beginning I knew that well you know with podcasting like I'm gonna have to make sure that every week I bring I bring it like I have something to talk about I know what I'm talking about and in the beginning there was a little bit of pressure on me like well you know what if I get to a point where I don't know what I'm gonna talk about like that was a little intimidating and scary to me so really learning how just to let go of that pressure has helped and I've noticed that it's actually allowed me to continue to come up with ideas like I'm you know still I'm not at a point and I hope I don't ever get to a point where I'm just like looking at the computer like oh my goodness what am I going to talk about you know like that like I don't even see that in my future so letting go of the pressure to create is really step one right so again by removing that pressure you you're actually allowing more space to manifest your creativity So once you're in that space, this is where you can start to recharge your creativity by reading, watching, or listening to something that inspires you. Nature walks is also another, um, you know, another thing that you can do in this space. Again, being in nature just helps with your overall well-being. And most importantly, surround yourself with inspiration. And again, it has to be inspiration that is talking to you. All right, so the next area is our sensory rest and recharge, right? So sensory is related to our five senses and mainly our eyes, right? You think about um, the biggest sensory is really our eyes. Like we see a lot, um, especially when it comes to scrolling on the phones, right? So first and foremost, limiting time on electronics. And, you know, there's, I heard, um, I forget who said it, um, Dan Dapani, I think I hope I said his name right, um, but he's a great um, spiritual, um, you know, spiritual leader that I listen to. And he talks a lot about how 
So many people have such a negative view towards the cell phone, right? And a lot of people will say, you know, the cell phone is, is ruining, you know, our society. But see, the thing is, is the cell phone is a tool. And I mean, I hope I'm saying this right. But um, when we allow the phone to use us, we become the tool. But when we use the phone, when we use the phone as a tool, that's the way it's supposed to be because the phone is a tool. And if you are responsible with how you utilize technology, that could be an amazing thing. People create businesses. People make money off of elect, you know, technology off of their phones. It's really about when we are wasting time like scrolling on Instagram or social media and like literally just scrolling, not even like paying attention, but your your eyes are just seeing all of this content like within a couple of minutes. Like that's overload. So that's what I'm saying is like, you know, limiting your time on electronics when you're doing that type of stuff. Like I love to use my phone to listen to podcasts, to listen to YouTube videos, to listen to books. Like there's so many good things and educational things that you can use your phone for. Um, Another suggestion is turning down bright lights or loud sounds. Now, I'm someone who loves, loves loud music, and I'm always bumping my stereo in the car, but there's times where I like to have it just turned off or just low. Like it does, you don't always have to be surrounded by noise. So really try to limit or, you know, just, you know, having those moments of silence, right? Shutting your eyes for a few minutes to recharge. So we are all like a phone battery. We need to recharge. So if you're having, you know, a busy day and you need just a couple of minutes to recharge, you know, just close your eyes and try to do, you know, a couple of minute meditation. Like you can have, you can get some benefit of doing a two to three minute meditation, you know, and that goes, that's, you know, aligned with incorporating moments of silence within your day. Like it's okay to be silent. You know, sometimes I'll come home or if I'm the only one in the house, I'll just sit on the couch and just sit there and you know, play with my little puppy, or maybe just sit in silence, um, or just, you know, grab a book and just start reading, like I'll have, you know, my alone time. And taking a break from social media, listen, it's okay to take a break, like no one is going to delete you as a friend if you're not on social media. A recharging um, suggestion for our sensory is aromatherapy. Um, I love lavender scent. Um, I have this, um, I think it's like lemon and lavender that I like to use, but get curious about aromatherapy. If if that's something that you've never tried, try it. So the next area is our spiritual rest and recharge. So again, just thinking about coming from already a calm mindset and a rest mindset when you're, when we're talking about our spirituality. So to recharge our spirituality, you know, reading spiritual scripts, whatever that looks like to you, meditating and or praying. Um, In addition to reading spiritual scripts, you can listen to spiritual scripts and associating with like-minded people. So again, there's that piece of just being around the right type of people that's going to help recharge you. 
and spending time in spiritual environments. So however that looks for you. You know, sometimes our spirit can be dormant or just tired. And these practices will help breathe life back into us. So the last area that I have is extremely important. So I wanted to add this, you know, I wanted to talk about this one at the end. Emotional rest. We are all emotional beings, which is a beautiful thing. But there's so many different emotions that human beings go through. And a lot of times we don't know how to process a lot of those emotions, especially if they're low vibrations, anger, sadness, fear. Like we don't know how to process those. So we just allow them to recycle in our mind and in our bodies. So I would say learning how to journal is an amazing practice and that's journaling is like one is like the getting out in nature practice because journaling has so many benefits and you can journal for so many different reasons but specifically right now we're talking about emotional right so the way I see that playing out is if you are currently going through something so let's just say that you're stressing about something and this stress is creating um you know worry anxious you know fear all these feelings journal that shit out get that out of your mind and your body and put it on a piece of paper there's so many different rituals that you can look up i know one of them is after you write all the shit out burn it and just let it go right or really try to learn how to alchemize that energy. I've talked talked about that before on the channel. Like energy just doesn't go away, right? We have to learn how to work with it. So we there are ways to turn negative energy into positive. You know, you just have to try it. Having a heart-to-heart with someone that you trust. There's so many times where I'll pick up the phone and have a conversation. I have a couple of, you know, homies that I talk to where I can just talk to them for like an hour. And I'll hang up the phone and I feel recharged. So having that heart-to-heart conversation with someone is so important. Seeking therapy, you know, if if it's something that you've tried a lot of the self-help Um, tools or resources and and maybe you're still not feeling quite a hundred percent there's nothing wrong with seeking therapy nowadays there's so many different type of therapy that you can you know so many resources out there that you can try something like something will resonate with you I promise and freely expressing yourself with people you know showing people your true authentic self this is so impactful because especially coming from my own personal experience where when I was younger or maybe like in my you know early 20s or so I always felt like I had to put on a a certain persona for certain people or if I'm in like certain crowds I had to act a certain way and that's tiring like that's that's a lot of work and when I started to really get into you know spirituality and Um, my healing journey I started to just remove those layers and really started to tap into my true authentic self and I 100% love it like I don't ever see myself faking the funk anymore Um, so just really learning how to be your true authentic self that is a form of emotional rest And then I would say the most important thing that you can do when we're talking about this is learning how to set boundaries. And this can be super hard for people. Like I've seen people where they've just 
straight up told me, I don't know how to set a boundary. Setting boundaries is a form of self-love. Um, so really learn how to tap into that frequency of just setting a boundary. Um, that's probably definitely something that I think deserves a whole episode. So um, be on the lookout for that. All right, so that's what I have for you. Um, I really hope that this resonated with you all. I hope it made sense. You know, truly my intention is for you guys to take a piece of this. Like anytime I do these episodes where I feel like I'm giving you a lot of information, like don't feel overwhelmed. Um, Come back and re-listen to the episode. Take notes and just try you know, try one thing from this list. There's, I've given you a lot of suggestions and I'm not expecting any of you to go out and, you know, try them all right away. Like there's just no way that that's possible, but just try one and then see how that feels and let me know. Like I would love again to hear if any of this stuff resonates with you if you've tried it um you know that's you know that's my goal with this podcast is to be a resource be a light for someone I know for me um you know this episode is extremely important because it's something that I need more in my life it's something that I am more aware of that I'm missing and I want to embrace and I want to practice it more all right so my closing thoughts are just a reminder we are all human beings, we are all emotional beings, and we are all deserving of self-love. And giving ourselves time to rest and recharge is not being selfish, it's being selfless, and it's important, and we need to do it. All right, fam, until next time, peace, love, and unity.